0: Hello, I am Blaze Bailey. You're watching probably the best show in the world CMS TV. and what the fuck is going on everybody hello youtube (laughs) might as well kill the might as well kill that um kill any opportunity of getting viewers on there immediately but what is going on everybody it is chris aiken and um welcome back to another edition of chris aiken presents like i said i am chris aiken the gangster over there that's eric farantinos eric how are you man
1: I'm awesome as always, sir, and I'm digging the Beat Laboratory. You doing a like new that. rap
0: project over there? What's going on, Mr. Aikens? It's my new album. I'm under my pseudonym MG Gay. It's um, coming MG. out shortly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say DJ Aiken. DJ Aiken might work.
0: At one point me and Neely did have names I don't remember what mine was but it was like you know MC Fatso or something or I don't oh, know no. I, I don't know what it was but it was it was something <laughs> it's been a while but yeah no I just threw the threw the studio up so people could see uh you know where I'm at I guess I just appreciate <laughs>
1: it's, that it's not hell anymore whatever the flame thing you've, you've Oh, you don't like the
0: flames for...
1: uh, it's a little
0: the it's flames make weird. me laugh i'll (laughs) be honest they make me me laugh because of the burn accident and stuff to me it's funny but you know i'm sure to other people they're just like oh that isn't that guy a burn victim guy you know and they get all weirded out and whatever so um yeah i don't know i'm it was funny last week
1: because we had like you had the flames and i had the angel wings so it was very Mm -hmm. profound it ended up being very profound so i like that about it and it was meant to be and it was fine that you had that and of course it makes sense and it's all part of your story sure um but this week we got dj aiken we
0: got the triple e rock rock at the rat pack (laughs) lounge there you go we're gonna throw down y'all that's right well you're gonna be throwing down on the boat here in what a couple hours right or day or two i mean when when do you get on the boat (sighs) getting on the boat soon
1: i uh tomorrow i'll have to check in for our flights okay okay to florida and then uh wednesday uh i believe we stay the night in florida and then wake up the next morning get on the ship thursday um it will be a short trip uh most of the band is getting off in aruba okay and going to come home sunday so i will be here to tell you all about it on monday so be sure to tune in uh, for that. One thing I saw today, which was great, um, and sort of a public service announcement on the 80s, uh, Rock Cruise about to do on the drums will be returning fill and drummer Will Hunt. Oh, nice evanescence. So if you saw us on the Monsters of Rock Cruise a few years ago, that was awesome, and he played for us. Uh Charlie Cat's coming into the picture here. Hold on. <laughs> Woo! Cats from outer space! Um. So he, Will Hunt will be back. I saw him on Instagram today. He posted some like live clip of him uh, playing with us on the ship a few years back, and it was pretty cool.
0: That's cool. Oh. Well, I, I got to tell you, oh, what happened? Did you? She muted me there. Can you hear me Oops. now? <laughs> there you oh. are.
1: Oh, fuck. I hear you. I hear you. Hold on. God damn it. What are you doing? Can't hear anything now. I don't know. She stepped on something. Can you hear me? I hear you. You can. I can't hear. She hit something. She stepped on my keyboard, and I don't know what it was that she stepped on. God damn it. What could, what would make my whole thing not here anymore? Hold on. two hey
0: hey hey, two hey one two yo 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 here
1: oh hello. hello i hear you okay she stepped on the little icon that has the, the ear the sound on the keyboard oh
0: nice <laughs> okay <laughs> all right well we'll just we'll just pick right up here here we go <laughs> <sighs> it's fine <sighs> well dude on, I, i've been looking at this cruise that you're going on, and I've got, I have uh, definite homework for you if you um, so choose to do the homework while you're on the boat. I would like to get some kind of Chris Aiken presents um, bumpers. Hey, this is so and so for, and you're watching Chris Aiken presents. But I have very specific people that I would like you to get them from. Ugh. I would, I would like you to get one from Debbie Gibson. Uh-huh. I would like one from Air Supply. Okay. I want the weird ones. Like, dude, right. and just, just so people are, are clear on this, I'm, I'm going to put this on the screen here. Um, this 80s cruise is not the Monsters of Rock cruise, which is also going, which also takes off this weekend. So, a lot of people are going to be seeing right. a lot of music on water
1: this And this week. is why Scott Coogan's not with us because he's with Ace Fraley. He's with Ace over, over on the Monsters.
0: Rock, a, right. right. So, the cruise you're on is way more eclectic. You got 38 special, soft sell, tainted love, tainted love, guys. I've never be honest. Had until this moment, had you ever seen these guys before?
1: Oh, soft I, no, sell. I'm very familiar with the soft sell video and the singer. To me, looks pretty good. I mean, he is must this be the singer? 70. Which one's the singer? One on the right, the guy. On this the right guy, the
0: singer. Yeah, this dude. I okay. mean,
1: their cover. That's a cover song. That big hit too. Yeah is uh Dion mm. warwick right um i'm not sure who did it i, I love yeah. the song
0: though tainted love
1: oh my god it's such a great recording such a great song um i think he looks okay he kind of reminds me of like an older Marilyn manson or something <laughs> yeah
0: like if Marilyn manson got a really bad haircut that's what he looks P- like
1: Pee- Pee- Wee herman or something <laughs> but uh <laughs> no he has the same look though for the most part he, i think he looks great i mean geez he's got to be 70 years old
0: yeah, oh, I'm not, oh, dude, I'm yeah. not hammering any of these guys. They're out there still doing it, and I mean, right. Tainted Love was like 1981. Right, exactly. I mean, that's a long fucking time ago, man.
1: No, you're not, I don't have to get his him to do it, right?
0: No, no, no. I want <laughs> Debbie Gibson, and I yes. want Air Supply. Those are the two. Sebastian, right. no. Steven, no. no. One Sebastian. Yeah, I don't need a, we have now, the that. English
1: beat is, is now, what I'm understanding is when we get off in Aruba, they're taking our room your spot
0: show. okay
1: yeah so they yeah. they kind of made that all work we play the first like within the first two days our shows are done so i think that was okay. also a, a factor
0: yeah you just played to into
1: us yeah it's leaving because like well half the band has other things they could do uh money wise you know i mean they have other stuff so right eight you know seven extra days they really didn't have to be there right no that makes sense yeah so we'll we'll take off i'll be back sunday and it should be good uh will hunt looks like he's he's ready to rock uh you know it was a cool video he posted today on his uh on his instagram got me that's cool when i heard it was him coming in i felt really good about it i was like all right well now it's going to be definitely a rock show i mean that guy definitely throws down uh, on the drums if you've never seen him
0: i'm just looking at this list and it's like man sheena easton looks amazing (laughs) If that's what yeah. she looks like now, she looks amazing. Wang Chung. We know this guy. That's the win in Rome guy, right? Is it? I think it is. Yeah. That's- well, it says Farrington and Mann oh, original I members of okay. win. So that's
1: the other team. That's the other win in Rome, right? I think that's the. <laughs> Probably one of the actual singers, I think, and okay. somebody else, and then uh, the one that we have here uh, has Michael Floriel, which is the the keyboardist, oh, and he looks kind of like this guy. guy. He uh, no, no, Michael doesn't look like that. You so don't
0: think much.
1: so? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the iconic thing of that song is the beginning keyboard part. Ba-da-ding, ding ding
0: ding ding. Dang. Right, but
1: ding, ding. it's like chariots of fire but like an right <laughs> song and that's michael that's michael playing so he mm-hmm. has the u.s uh version here and he takes uh, uh tony who played in enough's enough and right. uh, you know sung previously in one in rome he takes the him and they go out and they they do that uh live nation tour um which a lot of times has the motels like that was something i didn't realize when we were on the tour when i played in uh in 2020 and bow wow wow it didn't occur to me that this was a live nation tour that had been going on for years where they just have these same bands play it. every. Sure. Right on. Yeah. I figured that out halfway into it.
0: Oh yeah. Well, this looks like it's going to be fun. I'm just curious. Do you think you guys are, you and Sebastian are going to be way too heavy for the rest of this? I, uh, I, I did think about
1: that. I'm like, man, we're, we're the only two bands that are of that genre. And typically the people that listen to this channel, uh you know uh, new wave punk old punk rock usually don't like yeah the
0: yeah I'm, I'm i'm Well, maybe marky ramones music will be okay too but i dude if you go on like before or after ray parker junior i mean <laughs> right from 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 lack of communication to ghostbusters I i'm going to have to get him to <laughs> do a, a studio plug i need a friend yeah. of chris Baker presents there you go (laughs) dude if you can get any of these guys just because it would be fun to have them i'm all in i i will use them to death because i love you know me i love all this stuff i owned every one of these records that these bands all put out because i was really fruity at that point i guess (laughs) i I was
1: do like go up and um interview them all like i could pretend to have um Foreign accent syndrome. Have you heard of this?
0: Oh, where you where you adapt to them?
1: No, for for as is something I saw a special on the other day. And it was kind of hilarious. Sadly, it was hilarious, but foreign accent syndrome, FAS, is a real thing. Only a hundred people have been diagnosed with it. And it typically okay. happens after a stroke or brain uh, issue or something like that, where you basically develop an accent you never had before and the woman the most recent person that's had it had like a chinese accent which was pretty funny like she's like i can't talk good no more i can't talk good
0: i have the accent i wish i could talk more better like before what kind
1: you know and it's what is it
0: is it like a form of dementia sort of a thing is that what it is
1: it mostly we could look it up i mean um it does affect how you pronounce certain letters so that might give give the impression of of someone who english is a second language to them cuz cuz it gives you almost a a speech impediment uh, of sorts but there's been documentations like someone with a french developing a french accent after having a head injury this woman had a stroke and comes out of it with a with an asian accent but uh you know, I thought maybe I could run around.
0: Hey, Ray Parker Jr., you don't your blog for <laughs> <laughs> <be> like, what I can what? What you doing, man? what you leave me alone, man? Uh, I am afraid of no speech. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't afraid of no speech in Panama. There it is. Wow. I have never heard of this. Holy smokes. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, yeah. there we have it. Well dude, let's 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 get right in, man. Let's talk let's talk about some music today. Okay. I am in the mood to talk about music and um I have one that's probably going to ruffle some feathers. You might you might settle it down, but I'll I'll happily ruffle the feathers. Um I saw this article um on Blabbermouth. I'll put it up here. Oh. Uh, and and it's it's not a I mean it it's obviously a positive thing, but it just made me think. Um, it's about, uh, Lemmy, the great Lemmy putting up a a statue of Lemmy in the UK and all good. You know, again, I'm not, I'm not shitting on that on any level at all. You know, I just kinda, here's my question with Lemmy, with Dio, with, with any of these guys, is it time to stop? That's, mm. That is ultimately my question. Is it time to just stop with these, with these tributes that nobody gave to these guys when they were alive? And, I'm, oh. and I want to be very clear on this. Mm-hmm. I loved Lemmy. Like, literally, all six of my books are dedicated to my father who died, my grandfather who died, and Lemmy. And, and a few of them were when lemmy was still alive so I, it, it's not like it's it's not like i'm doing it i'm being hypocritical here lemmy represented to me you know that that fuck you attitude which is what i love you know i i i live that way but at the same time two guys come to mind lemmy is one of them dio is the other one mm-hmm. we're continually putting out music putting up statues praising this praising that putting out toys putting out you know all this different shit and these guys but no one was doing it when they were alive and to me it just feels ridiculously hypocritical that everybody's doing it now you know after mm-hmm. the fact well now, i'm
1: gonna have to argue with you mr A.
0: please and do please do i guess you've never been to
1: the rainbow bar and grill I've been to the rainbow. Oh wait, did that? Did they put that statue after he died? (laughs) After he died, (laughs) shit. Well, I have no arguments, then, sir.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I. I I, I mean that (laughs) that this to me is the bigger problem. It's like when they were alive, when Lemmy was alive, he had control over how his image was handled. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean regardless and i don't know the inner workings of motorhead and i'm sure you don't either but motorhead was always portrayed a certain way a very specific way you never saw hey here's the motorhead uh, christmas album or anything you know what i mean there was right there was there was a very specific very hard way that everything was promoted and I'm not saying that none of that any of the stuff that's going on today isn't being promoted that way. What I'm saying is Lemmy handled that, and now sure. he's not yeah. and and I hate I hate more than anything that these I'm gonna call them cash grabs. These cash grabs are going on for what? Why fine, you want to put a statue in his birthplace? That's okay, birthplace. I guess. yeah, you know, that's okay. But at the same time, where was the statue in the 40 years that the man was was, right. you know, alive and and could have enjoyed this? Mm-hmm. You, you, you see what I'm saying? And and for Lemmy, Lemmy's one of them. The other one that's just ridiculous is Dio. I mean, I love Dio, my favorite singer in, in Black Sabbath. I like him more than Ozzy. You know, I'm I'm a total Dio guy, love Dio, loved Heaven and Hell, loved Black Sabbath with Dio. Anything he did, it's is perfection to me. But now there's all these concerts that are coming out, you know, that are being released by Wendy that are not you know, they're not really that great. And even if if you're a fan, they're not as good as A real singer. Well as as the classic era. You know, there there's other stuff that was put out when Ronnie had his You know, when Ronnie was involved and could say, yeah, I like this. I like this. I need to tweak this. I need to do, you know, he had creative control over it. And I I just see this stuff more and more with these guys that have passed away. And it's like, my God, when is this going to stop? You know, you didn't celebrate these guys. No one was celebrating Motorhead other than Motorhead fans when Lemmy was alive. Fair? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Motorhead, you know, had had seemingly a more underground, almost punk, you know, almost to Mm -hmm. the punk edge of things, you know. And certainly, he was mindful of that, where he he didn't sell out. Like, a lot of the real punk bands didn't like to do that either. I mean, they certainly Mm -hmm. sold their share of shirts and stuff, t-shirts. Yeah. But they... We're careful not to like endorse too many things and just you know whatever and i think lemmy stayed along those lines but um you know he he is a, a an iconic man uh you know guy's been around since hendrix he was hendrix's roadie yeah you know? mm-hmm. but uh he exemplifies the era in a lot of ways of the of the hard rocking thing he needs to be remembered and you know i don't know how many statues we're talking about here one is birthplace that's cool uh, yeah. anytime I'd be visiting some tourist attraction, like maybe a, a, rock hall of fame or, uh, which is funny. We were just talking about rock hall of fame last week. And I just saw that the Oasis guy had a request for the rock and roll hall of fame, which was please fuck off. <laughs> did be- I
0: not call that one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I saw that and thought of you immediately. I don't, I don't quite get, you know, whatever. Um, I thought I did think it was funny um but you know a rock hall of fame having cool you know a motorhead dedicated area in there you know for him with like a statue or you know a, a Madame trudeau's wax museum is he in there already he should he probably should be if he's who let me yeah i don't think motorhead is in the rock hall no no not or not in the rock hall i know they're not in there but i said the Madame trudeau's wax museum oh i have no idea the, on that I, one okay yeah like I, I love that kind of stuff you know when um you know, very you know iconic people are remembered in that way of their heyday, and it's put into a statue, and the music's there, just as like a a, a memorial of sorts somewhere you could go as like a tourist to go look at that sort of thing. Sure. Um, if your towns doesn't have much going for it, you know what I mean. Where the best person that ever came out of your town was Lemmy, you know, sure. Yeah. Put a think. Why didn't they have one before?
0: I don't know. Maybe that's the question: is why was he? <laughs> Was, was it too, was he too dangerous as a living person to, to celebrate where now he's dead yeah. and it's easy to throw up a statue? Right. Well, that's, yeah. He's, when he admits to,
1: you know, doing meth and like doing. All this stuff, yeah. A that's what hard I'm saying. Compared to like, uh, some, uh, you know, revolutionary war, you know, ca- captain or something, you know, that's yeah. got a statue somewhere who probably did equally bad stuff too, but, uh,
0: it isn't remembered that way. Yeah. Well, like, look at this, if I can put it on the screen. Um, YouTube music. Here we go. Emmy died in 2016, and I know you probably can't see this real well, but here's a release from 2024. Here's a release from 2023. Right. Here's a release from 2023. And what are um, these anyway? What, are, what kind of releases we talk about here? live stuff and um best of stuff this is the lost tapes the collection
1: okay
0: so it's it's stuff that he didn't want out or he didn't choose to put out i'm not saying he didn't want it out but he didn't choose to put it out Hmm. 2000 i'll just go through some of this stuff um 2023 the lost tapes volume five right volume five
1: in in his defense um you know, just from what I've observed from Steven Piercy and Mm -hmm. what he has in the vaults, a lot of it's just in there. It's like sometimes this stuff's just buried in the vaults on different formats. You know what I mean? Maybe there's like a a lot of these guys have even like dat tapes of live shows and you know, whoever they have like different versions of things and and they've just been in a vault somewhere. And Mm -hmm. then finally when they're moving or something, they're like, pull it out and they do eventually release it. He may have eventually
0: released He might it. have, but it would have been his decision to do. Sure. That's all that's what I'm saying is it's not his decision. Right. Once it moves past their decision, I don't think like Steven, what if you brought Steven, I'll I'll add to Steven. Steven did put some of this stuff out when he did the Doctor Rock, whatever that album was collage. Okay. That was a bunch of shit that was um I don't want to say shit, because some of it's Reworks. really good. but Well, it, it was reworked, but it was also older stuff that hadn't made any of the rat records. So he kind of, you know, freshened it up or did whatever he did to it, and he put it out. He had the decision to do that. Right. When Steven passes away, if some manager guy puts out collage to the deep vault, you know, i think that would not be fair to steven because he's (laughs) he's had all these years and and steven especially he also has run his own record label for years Mm -hmm. he has he has he's put out stuff that you know he chose to put out uh arcade three arcade three comes to mind as as one that you know he listened to it he made the choice fair enough whether people liked it or didn't like it that's fine what i'm saying is he had the choice if some manager guy or some inheritor that inherits you know his shit when he passes away finds it in a box (laughs) it's a money grab it's not it's not to me it's not respectful
1: sure and i you know i don't know also like with lemmy's estate you know is I know he had a son um, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, I'm believe. i not sure who who runs that yeah but with that, with that said I mean as an artist I know Steven uh, for example you know loves his family loves his daughter loves his lady sure. I'm sure that he wants the best for for them after he leaves and, and and once you've left this realm you know who cares what what your family's doing to survive and then you know in, in different situations maybe it's the the rights are bought out by some corporation or something and I, you know i don't know it's but usually it's a family member that runs the estate
0: mm-hmm.
1: Even jimmy hendrix i believe like his sister runs it right and yeah, yeah. Know, she's she's also probably the reason why you can't watch any kind of jimmy hendrix movie with his music in it
0: right mm-hmm. she's protecting
1: his legacy protecting it i guess you know yeah she, i think at, at anything any movie that was gonna show uh drug use or anything negative you know they like these things and hey you know whatever that's um that's that's her prerogative she owns those things no. i'm expecting probably Stephen piercey stuff to come out down the road after you know when his when he's passed on i wouldn't be surprised about that as long as they I get my
0: peace. <laughs> <laughs> you assume that that's gonna be that you're still gonna be here as well. Steven ain't dying for he's the cockroach of metal. He that's ain't right. dying he for another is. fifty fucking years.
1: That's right. He's, that's I feel I feel that way too. He would have been gone already if he was gonna go <laughs> anywhere. He's, he's he's here.
0: He's literally gonna be wheelchaired out to sing round and round. He'll be spinning on the wheelchair round and round because <laughs> yeah. he's gonna live to be hundred and twenty years old especially he, dude he looks more healthy than he did in the day
1: in some ways he does yeah looking looking back we've all had we've all had our ups and downs i see myself you know i, I look at um i was looking for photos to post and stuff on, on my social media and, and man i my weights fluctuated you know and stuff over <laughs> the years like up up and down up and down. it kind of goes that way every couple of years i might go back to gaining some weight it's tough because you're critical of yourself, you're looking at the photos. Oh, I don't want to post that. Don't want to post this, you know. But I have a collection of all these things. The same with music. There's some music that maybe I wasn't super stoked how it came out with, but maybe 20 years from now, people there was a demand and people were looking to buy something. I probably would put it out, you know, if I don't yeah. need to right now, but I might need to later. And uh, so I'm I'm with it. You know, I think it's okay to put stuff out. Um, it, I guess it's a little lazy if people are just going to keep repackaging the same collection of songs and just calling it something else is dumb but if they have something else to bring to the table that's great i liked when uh it was kind of cool metallica was putting out some of their live shows it got a little egregious after a while like now they they put them all out there you can literally buy
0: any show now
1: (laughs) i don't even think you had to buy it i mean they were like email i signed up for something once and i had to like actually unsubscribe they were just like sending me live metallica clips all the time oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah they they do that they 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 sell them now they've turned it in i know what you're talking about it was the metallica vault back when it first Maybe. started as I, dude i was a first day subscriber of the metallica vault mm-hmm. and when it first started it was really really cool because they had all these like really old shows from like 85 and stuff that were you know oh. that, that were awesome i mean it was i i had i still have a bunch of them But then it got to be ridiculous. Then it was like every show, every night, you get the little note from Lars that says, "Well, on this one we played um, Dyer's Eve for the first time since September eighth of two thousand and one, or what?" You know, it's like, all right, all right. I'm not a Metallica historian here. I just like your tunes, you know. I, I, I and now it's all for sale, and and again, more power to Metallica. They're they're cashing while they can cash. I don't I don't fault them for doing that. I'm just like I'm with you that it's really stupid silly. In some ways I guess you have to while you can too, because you can't just assume you're gonna have
1: the same platforms to make the money on. Yeah. Down the road. Mm-hmm. That goes for everything. I mean it's it's there's always gonna be like uh uncharted territory with earning on your works. Sure. You know that, that you get a chance to do something, but it seems like they always come in and lock it down. Uh somehow to where now it's not worth as much you know now you can't get as much off it but there's there's a time when people are really you know uh the streaming thing i saw a guy not bragging but this was actually on a financial site that he was talking about what investments he was going to make because as a streamer he made like seven hundred (sighs) thousand dollars in the in in the past year i don't know if you even know he didn't say what he did maybe he's a video game guy i don't know but somebody had a good point of um when thinking about the investing or whatever, that he might not be making that kind of money a year from now or two years from now. They, might, I mean, that might that platform might go away, or they might change yeah. something on it. Um, so you got to be careful how you look at your future, even even though you're perhaps doing yeah. good at the no, moment. You're right. you're and it right, is hard dude. for people to you know come into it now. You know, there was a time like during the shutdowns when people did were very focused on. Mm-hmm live streamers and internet and 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 so forth and uh also during the strikes the hollywood strikes where there's just nothing new coming out so people and you know but obviously we're not part of the union of actors you know whatever all the podcasters aren't part of that so podcasting continued to be original Mm -hmm. content this time but now all the other stuff's catching up it's going to be a little more difficult to keep the viewership
0: platforms go down platforms ban you um yeah it got one of those this week <laughs> over you at know, the seth williams show i got one of those <laughs> uh, bummer ah eh, whatever dude at this point i don't give a shit about youtube youtube gave us the um over at the seth show they gave us the medical misinformation strike yet again <laughs>
1: mm. yeah <laughs> it and was it was like, an old show right it was yeah a- it
0: was it was from december of 23 so it was about three four months old <laughs> two three months whatever that is you know it was it was uh, at this point i don't care honestly rumble works rumble's fine <laughs> you know if you want to watch us you know that we're going to be same with this show really you know if you want to watch on youtube okay go ahead <laughs> you know but yeah. but you may not get the whole show and it may from time to time not go live because we're not going to set sh- we're not going to shelter what we say Mm-hmm. We're not going to be like, well, you know, if you got the pinch and you know, you not you know what I'm talking.
1: We have like Chris and I both have Tourette syndrome, basically. Yeah, you know, we can't yeah. stop. You know, we
0: we comes. can't stop, and we can't. We're not going to try to uh, like I, I don't know. Do you ever watch Jeremy from the Quartering? You ever watch that that guy <laughs> no. the that show, The Quartering? No. I very successful show, very successful podcast. He does internet shows, just like we just like we do, but he talks about politics and that kind of stuff but he is the king at hiding from words he's the king of it he literally is like well there was an r out r allegation against this guy with this woman and um and and he might have died because he got the pinch on his arm you know what i'm talking about it's like stop it just say what you mean you know well, he knows so,
1: these algorithms are specifically yeah. targeting these words that even if you're saying mm-hmm. it in a good way it doesn't matter that word's been targeted No. Yeah. and but eventually they're just going to keep targeting it does suck i'm with you it's like we got to like stand up for our freedom of yeah. speech, or this is just going to get worse and worse till the point that we're going to have to make up a new language to speak to each other yeah. you know
0: well and and every time you try to dance around it then they ban the dance you know, at some point they're going to say you can't say the pinch or the jab or the whatever you That's know, right. at some point they're, they're going to say that. And then after that, they're going to, you're going to come up, up with OG. something else. Yeah. You, you can't say that. You can't say the F word, Fauci. <laughs> the you know, you're not allowed to say that one, you know, and it, it, it's so ridiculous. And thank God for platforms like BitChute and Odyssey and Rumble and, You know, thank God somebody stepped up when it was really dangerous to do and just said, no, we're going to let you do whatever you want to do. And I mean, dude, we joked about on CMS this weekend because we we had one of those segments that just kind of fell off the rails. You know, (laughs) we had one of those this weekend and and somebody posted in the chat. They were like, look at this. You guys might be the first show ever to get banned from Rumble. (laughs) Uh. And And We were like, damn, maybe, you know, but. Thank God they're there. That's all I'm saying is, thank God now we have legitimate, I mean, yeah, bit shoot and stuff like that's still a little dodgy, you know, people are afraid to go over there and I get it, but mm. at least Rumble is kind of mainstreamed itself enough to where, yeah, you got to take the, the label of being a MAGA guy if you're over there, but for the most part, people yeah. are even losing that theme now. I think um having uh like
1: Ru- Russell Brand, who does seem totally to be a controlled opposition to me, uh without a doubt. But regardless, I I don't consider him to be a necessarily a Trump fan, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so it's probably good to have somebody like that over there just to smooth it up and bring bring some millions of people sure. you know, over to Rumble. But it has seemed to blown up. I, I don't associate it with Trump personally, but I guess maybe that was
0: Well, it wasn't the his beginning own thing.
1: Doesn't well, he has Well, yes, Truth Azor? Social, yeah, which right.
0: But who is Truth Social partnered with for video? Rumble. Okay. <laughs> you know, they they they're partnered over there with Rumble. So uh, dude, you know, I'm not a MAGA guy. Yeah. I, you know, I get lumped into that all the time. That's I get true. I get I get a million comments a year that are like when they're talking about CMS, they're like, those two MAGA faggots, you know, they say that stuff all the time, and I'm like, whoa no sir we're just regular faggots yeah exactly and you know taste of dick has nothing to do with (laughs) who i'm choosing as a president please you know you know i i but i'm not i'm not any political salesman and that's what i think everybody is now they're a political salesman well i'm a biden guy i'm a trump guy i'm a desantis guy no they're all criminals Every last goddamn one of them is a criminal. I don't want to be associated with any of them, right? You know, and and take that for whatever that is. And same with the same with the political left and right leaning. No. Dude, I'm pro gun and pro killing babies. What does that make me? It sure ain't a lefty and it sure ain't a righty. It's kind of libertarian, I guess.
1: Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a, have a. Pony in the race or dog yeah. in the race on either one of those things. I mean, I have always felt that people have a, a right to bear arms as a, as an American. I I don't just for me because I got enough sure. going on. Whatever, I feel safe enough here. I don't really need to do that. But not everybody's living in a safe place. You know what I mean. And and you're gonna need that. There's you can't depend on the police in a lot of places in this country anymore. So no, well
0: they're all to be defunded. They're right. They're all they're all be dude, if you go out to X and you just you just look on X in general, you see so much violence going on in the streets now that it's and and I know that's just a limited window. You know, I know it's Mm. not the not a picture of the greater good or anything, but but when you see that, man, it's like I'm carrying a gun. I don't give a shit what the law is. I'm carrying a gun. Part of this, I
1: you know, I've found to be by design anyway, you know, who's ever started the defund the police movement. It probably had something to do with the same people that are uh, uh, creating order out of chaos. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you do that? Well, let's start a whole like we'll act like it's a big protest and we'll get we'll make sure the cops, mm-hmm. you know, have to back off and we'll let the crime take over. And then when everybody's they'll beg us, they'll beg us for more. Absolutely. Police, yeah. You know, Dude, it's, it's the
0: it's the same exact plot that they used with covid yeah you know they'll it's be easy. begging us for this shot yeah it, it's <laughs> it's easiest to control people in fear it's right if, if people were scared of, people were scared of dying from covid so they flocked to take any stupid unproven thing that they could oh this will be good i'll do it here's my arm stick me you know they they were so willing to do that they're doing the same thing now with crime People are seeing all this crime video and all this craziness, and then somebody's going to step in and say, here's the approach we're going to take. You just give up your right to bear arms and we'll bear them for you and we'll protect right. you. Right. And then and you will get every left-leaning lunatic and half the right-leaning lunatics all to say, well, I just want my kids to be safe in their future, and, and, and they'll give it up. Right. And then we're fucking Venezuela. Mm-hmm. You know, I pass. Pass. I'll take care of myself. Thank you. But anyway, I didn't mean to go down this road. I, I, I really didn't. But I just wanted to You have to light. remind
1: people about this stuff because it's of easy course. to get sucked into it when, um, you know, the media is used mm-hmm. to uh, propagate all this crap. You know, one thing, too, uh, with the um, big pharma commercials, you know, we, we've always joked about how many, you know, awful commercials there are on all the time. If you try to watch right. regular TV, it's just Ah, uh, big pharma commercial one after the other. And I always wondered about it. And it's a long list of bad things that can happen to you and, you know, with mm-hmm. each thing. But it turns out, you know, from what I understand, this was how the the, the networks were paid off through these commercials. Oh. That's their payoff. Like that I'm is sure. their bread and butter. And they pay them by putting these commercials for these products so that they will not report any bad things having to do yeah. with any of these uh, products. So that's why you constantly see these huge payoffs of advertising happening right. on there.
0: Yeah, here's 90 commercials in a row from Pfizer. <laughs> <Right>. Thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, it is. It's, it's it was crazy. crazy. When I, you know, there was, um, there was a, a right-leaning you know, talk uh, channel here, AM uh, 600, and um, that has... Uh, oh, God, what's the guy in the morning? I forgot. But um, anyways, they talk the talk, right? But in the background, when it goes to commercial, it's always... Pfizer yeah. commercials in the background right. here's, a moderna.
0: here's a moderna shot right, right, you should right. be considering
1: <laughs> yeah like still the programming was going on in the background and you can see mm-hmm. it's all bs and you have to eventually turn it all off you know yeah i'm with you they all beat a different drum but it's it's not a good drum whether yeah. it's the left or the right that's both a, a road to destruction yeah they're one. all
0: beating the money drum except for the the overseers that are beating the takeover drum that's really what it is, you know. They'll yeah. they'll throw some money at at the little guy so that they can take over as the big guy. That's it's really like what it
1: the, is. The, the the well, the left are warmongers, too in their own secret way. Oh yeah. Uh, you know they drop and those presidents drop the most bombs i think (laughs) of course (laughs) but uh but they come off they kind of hide that that fact but uh they they both have their different lame things they do and and like definitely the left have come off like fascist crazy fascist and then the right are trying to use fear to 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 get the public behind getting involved in these wars that are horrible you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to see any
0: of this nobody's representing
1: my my thoughts on either side so i'm checked out
0: well, I'm out. with you. I'm not
1: voting. I'm not voting. You
0: know, I I've pretty much checked out too. I just I I can't be bothered. It, it makes me mad. So it's like I I get I only got a few years left in life. So I'm I'm not going to waste it worrying about these cocksuckers. Fuck them. Right. Did you, know?
1: you happen to uh to change tail here, but still stay on our since our show's getting well? Hold on. Anyway, hold okay. hold on.
0: Oh. Why don't we do this before we change tail? I'll I'll let you bring it back here in a minute. But let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll lead into the great Blaze Bailey. Former Iron Maiden singer. Um, I'm running. I'm running towards you we right go. now. There you go. <laughs> hurry up. Hurry up. Stop coming. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, or not that quick, because I talked to Blaze for a little while, but um, chatting with Blaze Bailey back from, you can relate to this, back from a quadruple bypass uh, heart attack that he had. Um not that long ago, maybe six months ago. Back back from a bypass. (laughs) He really is. But he's back with a new album, um, Circle of Stone. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about his um his health, getting through the heart attack, something again you can relate to. And when we come back, Eric will take the mic and lead us to wherever the hell we're gonna go for the rest of this show. So hang tight. We will be back shortly. It is Chris Aiken presents. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from The Classic Metal Show, The Seth Williams Show, uh, every other show in the world. Chris Aiken Presents. (laughs) I can't remember the one with my own name in it. But I know what I do remember. This book right here and other things I should not say. That's right. This is the book you want to buy from me, especially you CMS people that like a lot of my dirtier stories. This is the one. This is the one that has all of the all of the stories about my running around in the military especially in Korea um, it's filthy folks I'm not going to tell you that it's a biblical um, prophecy it is anything but it is a dirty book but it has a lot of stories that I really shouldn't say you know hence the title but it's a great book it's a fun read. I encourage you to pick it up and go over to Amazon and get it. Amazon just just look up my name or and other things you should not say and um, if you don't want to get it there, you can get it over at um chris Aiken.net. uh it's it's there as well so pick it up today and other things i should not say it is the latest book by me chris aiken and uh read it and let me know what you think all right see ya